0: Good evening, gentlemen. Nice to have all of you back. We've got Bruce this evening. We've got Marty this evening. I've been looking forward to this all week. And we have Mr. Jason. Mr. Jason Batfan, you're back with us. How are you, sir?
1: I'm very well, thank you very much.
0: Getting good back to have on you my bicycle. Here. Getting back on your bicycle. It was good to have you back. Uh, I was telling Marty last week. I said we're going to do another one of these Room 101s. I said we're going to have uh, Bill on, and we need to get Jason on because he was on for the for the com- the last comedy episode we did. We were talking about comedy, and it was a it was a great episode. I really had a lot of fun doing it. I uh, had a lot of good feedback from uh, from people that I know across the U.S. about it, and uh, they really seemed to enjoy it, uh, especially some that are uh fans and uh actually uh college professors in the areas of the performing arts they liked your guys's take on uh on when you talk about Shakespeare and things like that. They really appreciated that. So we've been wanting to do something else uh as we've kind of progressed and Marty came to me a couple of weeks ago with this idea that uh or actually it's been a co- well it's been almost a month ago now uh with this idea to do something called Room 101. I said, "What in the world are you talking about with Room 101?" And come to find out, this is an actual television show uh, in the UK. You have it. It's on BBC. And I hadn't really heard of it. I mean, of course, I, I knew it from like, you know, Orwell's novels and, and things like that, of course. But the the fact that you guys actually made a television program out of it, I didn't know. And it was widely or it I don't know. Is it still on? It's still on, right? Uh, yeah, I think they are making new episodes every now and okay. again. Well, it's gone like 14 series already. And it's I mean, it's a it's a big hit. It's popular. People seem to like it. I've been watching a few episodes of it and I've been laughing uh, and it's it's been really fun watching that. So we thought, OK, let's let's try and and do a spin-off of this. Well, we did one and yeah, we kind of yeah, we had some fun with it. But now that I, I have a little bit more of the um, the idea of what it is. Uh, and of course, you guys already know what it is. And Bruce, you were watching some episodes of it last night, so we're going to give it a a legitimate go. And as as a matter of fact, I was talking to some other people today, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, let let me let me listen to that episode you guys do tonight, and then they'll probably end up coming on the next time because they want to take part in all of it too." So this could be something really popular that we do every now and again. So to the listener, to what this is, this is essentially it. it it's not based on points, so we're going to play a little game here. We're going to go around the room tonight, and it's not it's not something that is based off of how many correct answers you get or how many things that go into the room. We're going to present topics that annoy us. So it will be points that each one of us don't like, with the exception of myself. Since I won the last time, <laughs> I, um, I, I guess that makes me the judge this time. We kind of all, you know, mutually agreed that whoever wins, whoever wins tonight Will be the next uh, judge, so we don't have the same judge all the time, and we can keep it kind of mixing up and and things like that. But we're going to try and stay away from politics. We want to be kind of apolitical. If we do come across a political term or discussion, we want to kind of speak in general terms against it. So we we want to kind of keep with it. Taxes was a topic last time, but we didn't really get too detailed into. You know, we could talk probably for an entire hour just on taxes, but we stuck with our own personal experiences on it and we kept it at that. But what's going to happen is each one of us, with the exception of myself. So Bruce, Jason and Marty, you guys are going to each put a topic out there when I call upon you, of course, when you hear the uh, the lever pull. And when you hear such such item kick up, you're going to present your topic. And when you present your topic, we're then going to go around the room. And then after each of you have presented your topic for that round, I will then make a decision based on how much each of you can influence me as to whether or not I like the topic. And I will choose one of the three topics to go into room 101. And at the end of it, at the end of the evening, uh, we'll go around probably two or three times. At the end of the evening, We will decide who the winner is, although you won't decide it. I will. So it's your job to try and convince me. Now, I'm not going to I'm not going to try and and, you know, build up the suspense or anything, but. Marty's kind of laid it out to me behind the scenes that he's the most funny out of all of us tonight So he's already laid down the gauntlet that he's planning on winning. So um, the two of you, Jason, uh, Bruce, you guys have your work cut out for you uh, when it comes to uh, presenting and trying to, to sway me So we're going to go ahead and get started here. So let's head over to room 101
2: Let's start with Marty. Okay. I think this one's a gimme. This is my banker. If I was making uh, an accumulator bet at the bookies on horses, this is my guaranteed favorite. Basically, because I know you, Johnny. It's people are you trying smoking. To, trying to, are you trying to sway me already? Listen to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. That's the game. Yeah. It's people smoking in movies or on the television. And, and I'll tell you why. I'm supposed to give up and I love smoking. So I've been trying to give up, but just as I settle down on the sofa to watch a nice documentary, well, not a documentary, a nice drama or a film. And the next thing you know, someone's sparking up and creating all those cravings um, that I need to be doing away with about smoking. So yeah, it's, it's smoking on TV and smoking in in, in movies. Another thing, this kind of segues in, when you get on a long-haul flight and you've already, you know, gone an hour and a half from going through security into the airport to waiting around at the gate to board the aircraft, and then you've got seven hours on an airplane and another hour on the other side to go through immigration and collect your luggage. And what's the first thing they do when you get onto the airplane in all comfortable Warn you that this is a no smoking flight. We know it's a no smoking flight. It's it's been no smoking for goodness knows how long now. And all that does by them reminding us that it's a no smoking flight is make all the smokers crave a cigarette more. So so it, it's kind of a it's it's three things really. The the no smoking announcement on an aircraft, people smoking on TV, and people smoking in movies. There you go, guys. Kind of like. So, you know, pink elephant.
3: Don't think about a pink elephant. Don't think about a pink elephant. Oh, Don't too think low. about a pink elephant. Uh, this
2: this pink elephant now here in my head. Pink
3: elephant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. So It's not fair. And, and why are there still ashtrays in airplane toilets? I, I mean, there, there can't be an airplane flying still that hasn't been fully refurbished after the decision to make them no-smoking flights.
0: Okay, well, then so- why are there... Why are there tobacco sales in the du- the in-flight duty-free?
2: That's just to tease you. And again, they're not duty-free anymore, are they? They're duty-paid. We can't even buy duty-free. It's ridiculous. You used to nip across to France, put up with the French for a few hours just to get loads and loads of cigarettes. But now it's not even worthwhile doing. So yeah, it was all right while I was in the Middle East. Um, they were cheap as chips out there. Everyone smoked, even the kids. So, you know, it's... It's just not fair. Uh, it, uh, try as you might to to resist the temptation. All that happens is things keep reminding you.
1: So your problem is with being reminded. So you've, you've somehow managed to shoehorn three subjects into one here. Um, so the, the, the aeroplane thing did, um, I'm really sorry, did, um, it's it's always been deeply unpleasant when somebody's smoking a big fat cigar behind you, whether you're a smoker or not in a, in an in aeroplane. Um,
2: well, yeah, I, I only have a travel business but that, class.
1: But your, your subject was? People smoking in movies and on TV, and I understand yes. why it's comes into airplanes. So for for your subject, I give you um, I give you Clint Eastwood. Yeah. I give you Clint Eastwood in the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly as the man with no name. I give you him as Dirty Harry, and the dramatic pauses and the dramatic effects that that man can achieve with the simple draw on one of his great big cigars, or even. Schwarzenegger in whichever movie he's 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 in at the time also smoking on a great big fat cigar
2: sorry you can't you can't count arnold Schwarzenegger as an actor it's just not it's not feasible no you can't, he, he, but no. No, no 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 he's not an actor um not in any, any okay sense so i'll go, of, I'll go of, back of to i'll go back to clint eastwood yeah yes and, and, and all you've done is made me really 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 want
1: Aww. but the point is that you can't now. Na- you can't look at that film and say that his his poetic use of a cigar didn't enhance that film, and it's n- it isn't a better film because of the fact that every now and again he uses a cigar in in a seminally.
2: Now you right up, no Shakespeare face. This is Johnny's job. <laughs> it's Johnny's job to do this. Sorry, sorry, listeners. You did but-
1: invite me on.
2: I know. And I love you to bits, but you do look like Shakespeare with the lighting the way it is at the moment. Um, yeah, it's Johnny's job. And I know that Johnny will agree with me because he's he's a clean, living, healthy young man. I try to be. Yeah.
0: And I like so- I, I like I like how he's already swaying he, like he's laying it on thick and making it personal now talking about how I'm a young man. Yeah, I, I, um, I like, he's already swaying it in, in that direction. You see how he's just kind of buttering it all up, saying, oh, yeah, he's a clean leavened guy. He's young. He's he's, you know, all this stuff. OK, fine. But what's that got to do with smoking on an airplane? You know, I, I personally I have to agree with uh, with Jason there. I don't like people smoking a big fat cigar behind me on an airplane. I, I don't like even the people that uh, that do. No offense. I don't like anybody that even does the uh, the vapes. Now, I don't think you can vape on an airline. I, I don't think you can, but the, <laughs> as he takes a big, nice one off of it. But I, honestly, I, I just find it rude myself. No, no, personally. No, you, I find I you, find it rude when smoke. someone smokes and, and uh, whether it's a vape or whether it's a, a cigarette or a cigar, I find it rude that when someone exhales that the particles, especially now with all of everything that's going on, the particles are out there floating in the air as water vapor and you're inhaling them through no faults of your own. Yeah, I, I don't like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Yes. No, I have got you're discussing his second subject. He picked up. I'm going back to the rules of Room 101. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: His subject was smoking in films and on television. Yes, correct. Yeah, okay. so, yes, And right. I was bringing. I was bringing the art of it. Yes, I hate smoking in public places. I'm an ex-smoker myself. I used to smoke as responsibly as you can as a s- cigarette smoker. I never smoked on airplanes, never had the opportunity to. It was banned you, on them. How do you smoke
0: responsibly?
1: It's it like drinking responsibly? By not responsibly? blowing how, it how I mean? in people's faces, by not blowing it in see. people's faces, by, by it, trying to smoke away from people, yeah. you know. But, that, that, yes, I fully, I fully accept and support banning smoking in public places, on places like airplanes. However, Mr... Uh, uh, mr marty you Mm -hmm. are trying to sway on your second subject
2: which well no no no, no. let's just stick stick with the first Uh you you could definitely twiddle a pencil um or or do some other thing with your hands but people use uh cigarette smoking in film um as a way of just is there a not a
1: certain space. amount of grit that is lent to a scene? Say in the in the no, no,
2: they waste them half the, the time. They just light it and then two puffs and then they stub
0: it out. Either way, I think that when you when you show that in entertainment, right? Because that was your initial your initial point was on television. And yes, TV. it was. We, when, we, we when should move you, on. Yeah, just, we should. Just vote uh, it in, but I, vote yeah, it I will and We'll move on. I, I will. Yeah. I will make this final point on it, and then we will move on to the next subject of the next
2: contestant. Oh, we'll be doing that. Okay,
0: but the the uh, the thing is, is when you have this in television and in movies, you're also exposing young children to those types of things as well. And they are not of age to be able to make those responsible decisions for themselves as Marty is sitting behind a giant cloud of smoke as I'm sitting here explaining this. Water vapor, darling.
2: Water vapor. Water, water vapor. Okay.
0: All right. Moving right along. Bruce.
3: All right. So cheating. Now, this is specifically about Cheating in things such as like video games and um, sports, right? That that's what it specifically. So more of your entertainment side of things. If you want to go and cheat on like your girlfriend or wife or whatever, that's between you and them, and you're, you're destroying your each other's life. So there's there's direct consequence to that. Whereas cheating in say video games, there's no there's no real consequence, right? You can go on and screw up an entire group's uh, enjoyment of of that leisure activity. And it, it, it ruins the evening for them, or, or at least that match. Same with sports. You're ruining everyone else's experience. You're, you're not, ex- you, for yourself, you may get expelled for a time. Um, here in the States, you know, um, you get caught cheating, doping, or whatever. You're not expelled from the game permanently. You're just sat out for a while. And, you know, until it's out of your system or whatever. So maybe that season. And it, it screws up the entire it, and the entire experience for everyone. It skews any kind of records. Uh, let, let's say you're cheating in in sports, baseball, and you're not caught. Well, you've just you could have made records uh, for home runs or runs or whatever. And there's nothing uh, like uh, how how do you stop? do you, do they remove someone from uh, you know any of the record books or anything once they've done that? I mean, once it's done and over with. How do they know they were doping during that time they they may catch them later on, but once they've been inducted or you know have done it, it screws it up for someone else and now what if somebody didn't dope and they were a better player naturally, it's not fair to them you know it, it screws up their their chances of uh either either winning fame or fortune for that matter um so yeah i'm i'm, I'm cheating in in a sports or entertainment side of things i think is um should go in.
1: I 100% agree with you regarding the one point you made about removing people's records and things. I don't know about all sports. I certainly don't know about baseball. We don't have that in this country. We play. We call it rounders. Rounders. Yes. Yeah, yeah, rounders, rounders is considerably more twee than than baseball.
2: Well, I don't but, know. Some um, of them bills are very butch. Anyway.
1: <laughs> but I I, um, I give you the um, athletics and Ben Johnson was stripped of his stripped of his medal and his world record when he was caught cheating. So there are sports in which you are stripped of it. And so they damn well should be. And I think that if somebody's caught cheating twice, they should be banned for life. And unfortunately, at the moment, it doesn't seem to be happening.
2: Now, I I don't want to cast aspersions or or make any wild assumptions, but um, I don't think... Bruce is really that concerned with athletics or sports. He's more concerned with people who cheat on video games, people who use wall hacks to shoot through on first-person shoot-em-ups and aim bots and invisibility hacks and all those kind of things, unlimited life hacks. Those are all things that really, really irritate a gamer unless you, unless you're the one running the hacks, running the, the modifications to the game. What I would like to see is anyone caught doing that, a team of specially trained, um, you know, SWAT types special weapons and tactics should rock up at their front door, hit it with that thumpy thing that knocks doors open. And then their Xbox or PS4 or PC should be immediately seized, taken out on the front lawn, a large can of paraffin poured over it, and set fire so so yeah i'm with you on that side of things a
1: large hitty thing called persuader actually called persuader
2: is it uh-huh. is it there was a tv series called the persuaders back in the 70s well, it was to, very to good. be to be what honest with
1: you
0: i Dorn mean Hark. if you yeah if you um if you go out and and you're one of these people that that actually uh has to uh like i mean that just shows you the the type of people that they really are isn't it right the cheaters they're, they're the ones that aren't good enough at anything else so they have to yeah, cheat so in well. order to get ahead so I yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, uh, yeah, I I don't think that uh, I don't think there's any of us here that would would disagree with that. It's a relevant thing to discuss, especially when you're looking at. Um, well, <clears throat> the uh, I, I wish GP was here in a way because he calls people like that mouth breathers. You know, the ones that the, the ones that actually can't do anything better with their lives and they're they're so pathetic that they have to sit there and and use their uh, how did you put it, Marty? Their their wall hacks and their aim bots and and all of that stuff. So yeah.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, but it's still not as important as. Um People smoking on screen. People smoking on air. Yeah, okay. All right.
0: (laughs) All right.
1: Let's see. Uh, Jason, what do you have for me? I apologize. I am not yank bashing. However, tea, our national drink in this country. There are only three countries in the world that know how to make tea properly. And they're all still under the protectorate of our our, um, beautiful queen. Uh, And I'm afraid... Specifically, the world, the travesty that Americans call a cup of tea. It is not a cup of tea. It is a vague infusion of some tea-like stuff that has been wafted at a cup and then filled up with extra water, and it's tasteless and bland. A cup of tea, you should very nearly be able to stand the spoon up in. If it doesn't look brown, it is not Tea and yes, you should bloody put milk in it. And sh- sugar is up to you. I have sugar or not, but yes, you should put milk in it. It just irritates. I've I've been all over the world, and only Australians and only New Zealanders, other than us, actually know how to make a brew. And uh, uh, sorry if, if that seems a bit Yank bashing, but I think Martin. Well, I, uh,
2: no, no, not at all. Um, sorry, I, I, sorry, guys. <laughs> I hope he hasn't offended you, Johnny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't Look, he i tell you what he hasn't offended me as much as someone else
0: has i'll just leave it at that right now i'll get to that in a minute uh,
2: okay, but
0: okay as bruce is as bruce is um taking a large sip of uh his tea uh you know i i'm actually kind of wondering because you know bruce you're the tea drinker out of the two of us i think uh and we are mm-hmm. the uh <clears throat> token yanks i think we can uh we can put it mm-hmm. do you know what he's on about I, I, OK, I honestly have not had an English glass of tea or a cup of tea,
3: as you call it. Um, however, I do mine different than most Americans do anyway. I do what's uh, called cold brew. Uh, and it's typically, I do it with green tea specifically, uh, and then may add just a touch of honey, um, in it or, um, along with a touch of lemon. So it, it has a nice, uh, it's a, it's a lighter springy flavor. It's not as, you know, it's not like your, your black teas where, as you said, uh, your spoon almost stand up in it. That's what I do to my coffee. Um, but not, not uh, typically to tea. So, uh, you know, I'd, I won't comment on on how good your tea is. Specifically, I, I will say that uh, I do enjoy a good cold brew um, tea. I,
2: I think those- what, we, what we're talking about here is the, the usual use of Assam tea, which is known as English breakfast tea, uh, and the way in which it should be brewed. It should be, if it's in bag or loose leaves, boiling hot water into a warmed pot or Uh, the water poured over the tea bag into the mug before the milk is added the only reason that milk was ever added to tea actually was to stop bone china from cracking with the hot water needed to create the proper infusion from the tea leaves so yeah you can take it with or without milk in fact i do both but we're talking you know assam tea earl grey lady grey Uh, Not stuff like Lapsang Souchong, which is meant to be drunk black. It, It depends on the tea. There are so many types of tea, but your standard breakfast cup of tea made with Assam tea leaves should be, as I just described, not with the milk in first. You should never do that. And, and I, I've seen lots of videos on YouTube of, I think they're being ironic of people saying, this is how you make a perfect cup of tea. And then they stick a tea bag with cold water and milk in the microwave for two minutes. Mm. And what comes out can only be described as the drippings from the devil's nose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I, okay. I, I, I'm one of the few Americans, along with Bruce, that actually, I, I do appreciate a, a good cup of tea. And I'm one of the few that have actually been in... I, I know you can't compare it to the entire country. It's like saying that New York is the united states that's not i've actually been to the tea rooms in london and i've had a proper cup of english tea i have the breakfast tea which is uh i mean it's typically like an earl gray style uh tea i'm a i'm a fan of earl gray tea i I like earl gray tea but it is a black tea for breakfast is it not or am i am i mistaken because that's the type of earl
2: Earl gray is an afternoon afternoon tea I understand, but afternoon. it's a black tea for breakfast, is what I'm saying. Yeah, you have the black tea, the Assam tea for breakfast. You'd have Earl Grey or Lady Grey in the afternoon um, because
1: it's more delicate, darling.
2: Yes, exactly, and it accompanies a, a nice shortbread or or scone with with, Scon. with either or you say potato, I say potato. Yeah, so so it's an accompany It's like wine, a fine wine. You you have the wine according to what you're eating. So, you know, there's people with entire jobs, trades, careers made out of how to link up the right wine with the right meal. They're called sommeliers, And tea is just as important. In fact, there are probably tea sommeliers. There are indeed. There there are indeed tea sommeliers. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I tell you what, out of these three topics, and I have to admit, they are three great topics. I mean, it's it's tough to... uh, to sit here and and choose just one. But to be fair, I mean, as I said, I I appreciate a good cup of tea. However, um, I'm an American and and we were born because we rejected English tea. So therefore, I I, I can't accept that. Um, And then uh, as you... uh, as to, as to your point, uh, Marty, about smoking on uh, on television and movies, you know, I was honestly, I, I was really with you on that one. I, I was because of the reasons that I said, because of promoting messages to, to young children and things of that nature. However, you made a comment in there when Bruce started on his topic uh, about uh, cheating. And you said that um, rounders or as we Americans refer to it as baseball um, is played by uh, a bunch of uh girls that are butch. Well, I just so happen to play rounders for 14 years of my life. And it's been quite a, um, a, a wonderful, uh, you know, aspect that, uh, that I really have come to appreciate. So, um, based but on your me, comment there, are, yeah, I have to, I have to, to reject it, that.
2: It. Oh, you, you've got a
0: moisturizing routine, haven't you? I, I do. I moisturize for two to five hours yeah, every day. I, I, I do. Yes, I, I do. And, um, so I'm going to have to go with, uh, I'm going to have to go with cheating on this one.
1: Okay, moving right along. Jason. I have in my hand the very object that I'm going to put into room 101 next. This is a smartphone. I like mobile phones. I really like mobile phones. However, the invention of the smartphone has demonized society in such a horrible way. We now are less social in our world. Our children are becoming strangers to us. There's a communications device where you can make texts and receive phone calls, like the good old Nokias, and maybe even play the occasional game of Snake. I fully support those. I could not live without this, and I think society has lost something because of that. Once upon a time, we could meet up with our friends. In this country, well, we are blessed to be old enough to know a life without mobile phones at all. I think the four of us looking at the ages that we are, I suspect we all, we all understand that where you said, I'll meet you at three o'clock and you were there at three o'clock underneath the clock tower or whatever it is, wherever it was you were meeting. very English of you. (laughs) Well, yes. Or in the, the, the crepery or the pub or wherever it is, you said, and you didn't, you didn't, Panic. The instant your friend wasn't there. So three minutes passed, you weren't on a phone going, where are you? I miss. Are you coming? Are you sure you're coming? No. We just went, okay, I'll buy myself a pint or a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever it is you're there to do. Or you just wait patiently. These things are the ruination of of society i do believe it i really firmly firmly believe it and i have one and i cannot live without it because my rotors are done on it and everything is done on it is done on it nowadays unfortunately i even do my banking on it but i would be very very happy if the world didn't have that function of them as i said before i fully support the old nokia's the ones where you could just text each other and make phone calls that I like.
2: Other rubbish phones are also available,
1: yes. Well, yeah. my uh, favorite ever was, a, was, was, was a, a Motorola jobby, the Flip Tone. I was a big fan of flip phones because it made me feel like I was in Star Trek. I did like, I did enjoy those. <laughs> well, the real Razer phone,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. My first um smartphone was a Nokia Navigator and it used to push up. But what was clever about it was it had an in, integral GPS system, not one that relied on the internet. Going through the desert in the UAE, I couldn't always rely on a on a signal, so I had to, you know, have this particular phone. But I'm, I'm, I hate to say it, but I would gladly agree with Jason here and, and get rid of the things, even mobile phones. When I was working um, as a field operations manager for an in, a communications company, I was having on average eighty four mobile telephone calls a day. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> i'm I'm with you. so
3: smart uh, as far as smartphones go, I, I I agree with your point when it comes to social interaction and everything. but for example, for for my personal enjoyment, as long as if you're gonna if you're gonna stick to this the flip phones and all that stuff, fine. I want my web browser on there as well. the The amount of information that is at your fingertips. Uh, either during a conversation, after a conversation, before a conversation, what have you? the amount of information that's there at your fingertips is just phenomenal and i I love being able to have all of that there right there, just easily accessible, especially when you're you're discussing figures and facts and those kind of things. i'm I'm not the greatest at remembering exact numbers and when you're trying to make a point it's it's great to be able to pull it up, reference it and be like, here it is. You know, so for me, I like it for the, the, information sharing
1: you know is that I, not I, what we have these
0: for though is that we, not we do we have being- and that's that's original. yeah that's that's the point i was going to make you know to, to go to the back to what your point was uh, what you were saying there marty your first smartphone essentially wasn't even a smartphone it was just an advanced you know uh you know ex- an expansion of of whatever you know a flip phone or whatever it was that came along i was talking about this with bruce just the other day uh we were talking about how my first blackberry i had like 20 something years ago and That was the thing. That was that was something that was essentially the first smartphone of its time because companies used it. Military organizations used it to give to people because it was encrypted. It was efficient. It had a web browser. It had telephone calls. It had text messaging. It had private messaging services and it had email. So you could do all of these things. But when you turn around and you, you give all of these devices to everybody, yes, it's good in the, the points you're, to, you're talking about, Bruce, where everyone has access to all this information and we're able to keep in touch with each other at you know a drop of a hat and we can uh, coordinate and, and do everything that, uh, that we need to do. We can work business into it as well as personal. We can get information, also uh, leisure and, and fun times and all that stuff. So I, I agree that they are convenient, but at the same time, it also comes with bad aspects. So, they can benefit society and they can also hurt society. And, and I, I agree to, to your point there, Jason, about how it's ruined people. No one actually talks anymore. No, no one goes to look up information anymore. Everyone just Googles it. No one knows. So it's ruined conversations. When you have a text message conversation, though it is efficient to talk to somebody because you just sometimes need to send one word or one sentence or something like that. And both of you can get on with your day. Sometimes it gets to be more than that. You know, you become dependent on it. You become reliant on it. And then it becomes a point where, I mean, I walk by cafes now and I see people sitting there when I was in France not long ago. I was walking by cafes and they were sitting there. Each of them were looking in their phones laughing and no one was looking at each other. We're losing our humanity in all of it. We're we're losing our ability to communicate and and interact with one another like we used to do, which is what keeps society together because you're you're based and your character gets shaped on how you interact with other people. So I, I agree with you. Smartphones. Yeah. Fantastic topic.
1: So Can I just uh, going, um, going back to your, your research comment, just your research uh-huh. comment, uh-huh. Um, is that, yes, it's fantastic that every single person on Earth essentially has that information, but it doesn't increase your intelligence. What actually increases your intelligence and, and knowledge is doing proper research, going back to going home and looking in the books or on the internet specifically, not just having it and going, okay, yeah, exactly. I have I have shelves and shelves of books myself. It's actually taking the time to research and understand information properly. Whereas nowadays we are, I mean, it's, it's this whole fake news thing. It ties in with it. Luckily, there are an awful lot of places where there isn't fake news, but it's this whole fake news concept is it's very, very easy on a smartphone to find information that's utter tosh and assume that that's the right answer. I, I agree here,
3: um, but I, I think that we, we've fallen into a bit of a fallacy here in that we were arguing smartphones and now we're arguing discipline. <laughs> right. you know, we're arguing your own ability to control, you know, self-control or others to self-control yeah. them. Okay. You know. mm-hmm. So
2: it, it, it's, uh, yeah. Marty. Ah, oh, yes, it's me again, isn't it? Right, this is like. Have you guys heard of a game called Cards Against Humanity? Yes. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Don't ever play it with with children, though. Um, no, I wouldn't advise so, that. So I, I'm in a situation here. So where, I shouldn't play where, it with, with. I shouldn't play it with you. Then is that what you're saying? No, not at all. Not at all. I have the mind okay. of a child, yeah. keeping a jar. Um, what you, <laughs> what I've got to do here is pick um, the one that I i'm willing to throw away so i'll I'll go with this i'll go with this You, you might disagree you might like this idea but my pet hate at the moment is watching people walk past in the street and in offices and on tv with a thing they call the man bun it's like a samurai haircut the only person who should have a samurai haircut is a samurai. Um, it's like a little mini ponytail on the top of the head, um, accompanied with a great big snowflakey hipster beard while they're serving you a deconstructive BLT with with corn bacon. The thing about a ponytail is what you find under most ponytails is a horse's ass. So it's the man bun. That's what I want to go in. Oh, it's a hairstyle. God. It's a lifestyle choice. It's the wrong one. And and it's indicative of, of an entire generation of libtards. So there we are, the man bun. The case for the prosecution rests. Okay. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> Marty, Marty will tell you that when he first met me, I could very nearly sit upon my hair. Oh. However... I 100% agree with him. The man bun is a travesty. If you have <laughs> long hair, put it in a ponytail. And yes, you do find bottoms underneath ponytails, uh, very much so. However, you do you know, have some dignity. <laughs> Wear it properly, you know?
2: Thank you, my friend. Jesus, Thank you.
1: Jesus. Okay. Just grow up and have a hairstyle. <laughs>
0: okay. Now, why I'm sitting here, oh, man. I'm going to need... A, I, I got tears rolling down my face. There's a reason that I'm sitting here laughing. Um, and the reason that I'm laughing is because both of you have gone on your uh, your rants here about man buns. And uh, what's interesting was, is the first time that I ever met GP, uh, he, he gets off the plane and he has a man bun.
4: <laughs> I did not know that. Exactly. Okay. That's why I'm sitting here laughing. It's, okay. it's all good. I, uh... It was a, it was, it was a temporary choice in life. Now I'm back to my, (laughs) well, it's actually still long comparatively back to my military cuts, but I had actually grown my hair long for a a particular reason. Something had happened in my family. So, and I'd stopped cutting my hair for four years. So, okay. Yeah. When you, when you got to understand though, people, you make fun of the man, you make fun of the man bun. There is, when your hair gets to a certain point, you do have to do something with it and you get bored. But not a man bun, dear. Not a man. Okay.
2: Okay. (laughs) Do do you know what? Uh, This may be, I've got got to be, give full disclosure, this may just be a bit of jealousy on my part because I couldn't Uh. muster a man bun now. But when I left the military, um, I did grow my hair for quite a while, but Mm. I was born with jet black curly hair, and Mm. then it became straight. But it turns out when it grows out, it's curly again. And Mm. um, they called it the dad fro Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's what it looked like. It didn't grow long. I wanted long tresses so I could headbang to Iron Maiden and ACDC. And what I wound up looking like was um, a microphone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it it didn't work for me. So, so no, man bun, no. Man bun, bad.
4: <laughs> I, I get, we all look back at our photos and our pictures and our use, and we question our sanity, why we had oh, yes chosen this style's. But remember, this is all manipulation given to you by society. So if you want to wear a potato sack, wear a potato sack. Society may judge you. But yeah, no, it's society dictates fashion, not uh, not functionality. Because otherwise, we'd all be wearing the same thing, right? Something simple, something gray, something not colorful, something simple like a muumuu. You know, just put on your muumuu. You're good for the day. Although we know that a good portion Have you of... Been? Have you been to a
0: Walmart in downtown L.A. in the last 15 years?
4: Well, where do you think I shop for (laughs) (laughs) moo-moos?
2: If if these kind of lockdowns and this social distancing goes on much longer, because I am putting on weight while I'm working from home, um, Mm -hmm. then the only thing I'm going to be able to wear is a moo-moo. Yes. Uh, You know, so, yeah, you're right. Circumstances do dictate. How we look, yeah. what we wear, but under no circumstances does any part <laughs> of the warrant a man bun. Man bun bag. I'm
1: not, I'm not crying because I now have an indelible image of Marty turning up at our next session I'm wearing a moo moo <laughs> <A man's- laughs> man <and> a <laughs> i'm a man's busy line.
2: looking on my I'm busy looking on my smartphone trying to find the picture of me with the dad fro and when I find <laughs> it you will laugh <laughs> Bruce
0: Bathtubs now if you're if you
1: yeah, yeah.
0: oh, 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 oh. I, I gotta okay I, I i have to admit i'm curious because i mean yeah. bathtubs i mean we're, we're talking a, a century here of of cleanliness and yeah. hygiene yeah. and and yeah. you know all of this and we've really worked our way in western civilization out of a lot of diseases and pandemics and epidemics through sanitation and yeah. hygiene and all yeah. of that stuff so i have to admit i'm yeah. curious on this one but we've also evolved into a shower Okay. So all right. So there's there's a few
3: few problems that we have with a bathtub. That that does indeed look like a microphone. Yeah. Like a little little sock on a that microphone.
0: is that is impressive. That is impressive. So yeah, bathtubs.
3: No, no, no. You're fine. So bathtubs. Uh if you're tall, okay. Now you'll you'll understand this one if you're tall. Uh, especially with homes, kind of your 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 mid-class homes here in the US, especially, you cannot fit in a bathtub. You lay down in the bathtub and either your legs are out of the water or your torso is out of the water. You cannot have both. So uh, that, that, that's one problem. The, the, the other issue that uh, with bathtubs versus showers. Okay, so you get in a shower, the water is washing over you, pulling all the dirt and grime and all the it's going off and down to the drain. Whereas in a bathtub, you are marinating in your filth, if you will. I'm so uh,
2: glad he said filth. I had the yeah. word filth in my head. Yeah, when he said I, it. I was
0: yeah, I was I was thinking that he was yeah. gonna go some other. i thought, okay, am I gonna have to get the sensor button ready because he's I, I yeah, know what he's yeah, to yeah. Say. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So you're 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 marinating in your own filth, right? You're you're you um, know, keep in mind this is your lower regions are also in the water marinating, and you are marinating in the filth as well. So you're not really getting clean.
0: I I love love how you use marinating. Of all things, are you saying (laughs) marinating?
3: Well, that's what you're doing, right? I mean, you're soaking in it, so you're marinating. You're not getting clean. You're getting evenly dirty. You're just spreading the dirt around or, or, or filth or whatever over your entire body. So, uh, bathtubs. Um, no, we, we've evolved. We've gone to showers. Now we can, if you want your sitting shower, fine. I I understand that, you know, elderly people, as they get older, kind of enjoy uh, tubs. I personally enjoy like a hot tub. (laughs) I personally enjoy something like a hot tub. You don't shower before Uh, you get in the bath. I know that's a, that's not a traditional thing here in the U S no, it's a, that's a
0: thing that hasn't that hasn't it's a, it's a thing in california that's what
4: we do we take a shower <laughs> I was just, can, yeah, no, yeah, they can't they, they don't have know. enough water
0: in california
4: Hey, our our thimble full of ration water that we're allowed <laughs> mm-hmm. we can still brush our teeth wash ourselves yeah uh, military uh, days now now isn't that kind of a waste of water
3: to wash yourself off first and then get into the bathtub you morons! I mean, hey, well, well <laughs> we, talking about water, uh, you know, mm-hmm. conservation, everything. Yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, well, California yeah. necessarily, yeah. California bathtubs are necessarily a good thing, especially in in the desert areas. But what I'm referring to is more into the areas where water is. You have a plethora of water.
2: I think and, the and purpose it. of not having the bath long enough to fully lay down in is to reduce the risk of drowning. Because people fall asleep mm. in the bath, uh, mm. and sometimes are i quite regularly do um and our our friend on the internet would say there's no r in bath so it's bath anyway so you fall asleep quite regularly and if your torso is out then the chances are that you won't drown you're right you're absolutely right of course you're marinating in your own filth however Um, All those expensive bath bombs and stuff that people keep buying me, which I really enjoy, where would I use them in the shower? I couldn't. Uh, So I have a regular bath rather than a shower because of my aching joints, all my arthritis and my aches and pains. Then if I have been particularly filthy, I will have a shower afterwards, you see. So, so I, I think you're on a loser here, Bruce. I'm sure Johnny, with all the the working out in the gym that he does, he must ache a lot. So he's probably not going to want to get rid of baths because. Yeah, I actually,
0: I I shower off and then at the gym, and then when I get home, I have a jacuzzi tub. Sometimes I'll go
1: and relax in there. So so when Martin has stopped creeping again. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I would say he stole all of my points. Well, virtually all of my points, actually. I do have one more to make. Is that There comes a point when you have been marinating in your bath for, for a certain length of time, especially if you have a lovely hot bath, where you're sweating in the bath. And one of the components of sweat is urea. And you're not only marinating in the filth that you've brought to the bath, you're also marinating... Not to put a finer point on it in your own we. I'm afraid it comes a point when you you are actually, Softening your skin, because this is one of the things that, that your ear is very good at doing, is softening your skin and allowing that filth back into your body from for the um, the quantity of wee that you're sat in. So yes, I also agree that there is, there is a point for aches and pains, but I very rarely have a bath unless I'm in a lot of pain, and I always, always have a shower after it because I feel more dirty getting out of the bath than I ever did
2: getting into it now. Yeah, they, they do say, you know, you can tell how posh you are if you get out of the bath to to have a to have a pee. So yeah and I'm obviously not I'm not I'm not that posh. I wasn't
1: even thinking that. I was <laughs> it's just simply no, the fact.
2: Actually while we're on the subject of 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 baths baths there's a tv series in the uk called friday night dinners and it's about this family and they've got this really annoying neighbor and he comes in and he says he's in a towel and he's he's, he's got burn marks on him and he says i was in the bath and it caught fire it was made of elm Uh, Can you imagine a bath made of Elm? Um, No, I cannot. Sorry, I just just had to mention that. And I highly recommend Friday night dinners currently streaming on Netflix. Other streaming surfaces are also available. I I was talking more so about bathtubs than jacuzzis
3: because those are a little bit different. Those aren't bathtubs. Those Uh, are technically hot tubs in a a small. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. are
2: they just for sort of really sordid group sex? I didn't say anything that would be against terms of service. There, I really didn't. But jacuzzi, come on! Even, okay, the, name the, is, even okay. the name is even the name is salacious. The
0: the one that I have is not a a, a multi person. It's a one person jacuzzi. It's in my bathroom. That's called a my bath, shower.
2: Johnny. It's called a bath.
0: Excuse me. Uh, though I do agree with um, man that man bun. Man, I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> the um, I, I do agree with the uh, the man bun. I, I do agree with the man bun. I do get your point on that. Uh, I am a bit annoyed with that, but at the same time, I also look at it as as an american and and I think that it's not my place to criticize how someone else looks. How someone wants to live and dress is is not really my concern as long as it's not coming over my fence. i I really don't care. So um I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to reject the uh, the man bun. Uh, the bathtubs okay, yeah, i can I can see your point on that. Uh, i I don't really um. I don't really have much to argue on it other than the fact that you're right. You're right. But then again, I do like a good bath. I I mean, I I have to be honest with you. I do like a good bath. I I do. And I I do get out of the bathtub sometimes and I I do rinse off. So I I see your point. But I do like bathtubs. I I can't really can't really say much about that. But I have to go with uh, I have to go with Jason on this one. I don't like what smartphones have done to society. I think that it is a much, much larger issue and a much more global issue than a man bun or a bathtub. So I'm going to have to go with smartphone.
2: (laughs) Marty. My final item or thing or entity uh, that I would like to see fall down the chute into room 101 are cold callers, either at your front door, door-to-door salesman, or people on the telephone trying to sell you something. Earlier today, someone knocked at my door. I was busy working. I wasn't playing World of Ships, and I had to get up, open the door, I, yeah, I thought you
0: told me that was strictly for research purposes as you were doing analysis on-
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ships. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay. I've been out of the Navy a long time. I need to catch up on things somehow. Oh, right, um, right. You know, they won't let a man with my with my knees go to sea anymore. Um, anyway, yeah, door, the doorbell goes, I open the door and there's somebody trying to sell me something. And he went, hello, sir. How are you? I said, busy. And I shut the door. And as it, even as I was shutting the door, I can hear him saying, uh, just a minute. And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> and I, I left the door shut. But then I was concerned because he was a young lad and he looked a bit chavvy. That's council house and violent in, in, in English parlance. And I thought, is he going to do something to my car? So I then spent the next 15 minutes looking out of the window to make sure he wasn't doing something to my car. Um, and the other day, I was uh, working. I wasn't playing World of Ships and um, other online games are also available. And the and the phone goes, and I heard this. Now, please forgive me, but this this is exactly what I heard. Hello, sir, are you fine? And I went, yes. This is Carphone Warehouse. He says, and I, I'm afraid I used an expletive ending in off. I remember you telling me straight away that
0: call. Yeah, I remember
2: you telling me about These people if i want to buy a new phone i will go to a shop or i will go on my smartphone and buy a new phone although the smartphones sometimes tend to sort of sulk when they realize you're about to buy a new phone in fact they made a whole film about that it was very entertaining and i i will i will purchase things under my own steam in my own time through my own research i do not need cold callers i do not need people knocking on my door nowadays Okay, under the COVID restrictions, we've had so many deliveries, and and you wind up spending your whole day in the house because um you're waiting for the next delivery that someone has ordered or or, or whatever. So the doorbell goes enough. I don't need people trying to sell me um tarmac for my driveway. I don't need someone to, to sell me new fascias for my roof. They can all jolly well toddle off as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, cold callers, whether it be door to door or on the telling phone.
1: Especially when they try and convince you they're not trying to sell you anything. uh, So I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to sell you anything. And then spend five minutes asking you how the weather is, what shoes you're wearing, if your underpants are chafing, whether you had toast for breakfast, and eventually go... When you go, yes, I did have toast, they go, oh, sir, would you like the new Kenwood toaster? At which point you do wish to tell them to foxtrot Oscar in a very loud voice, and I do sometimes. The ones that get me most, though, are the insurance ones. Excuse me, sir, we believe you've been in an accident recently. Okay, this is me, this is Jason, that's almost inevitable that I have been in an accident recently. Can you please Mm -hmm. quote me the the registration number of my car? And at that point, the phone goes... It's the quickest way to tell them to Foxtrot Oscar is to just simply ask the registration of the vehicle that you were in, because if they can't quote that, mm. I will not entertain uh, entertain them any further. You no, see,
2: sir. yeah, you, you know, I don't even mind if it's the Jehovah's Witnesses or the Mormons. I'm not so keen on Harry Krishna because they're quite loud. Um... I don't mind if they're at the door because I invite them in and convert them to my way of thinking uh, in a a very short space of time. In fact, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's an art I learned from my uh dear departed grandfather it's um, a truly
1: british game that one is a it is
2: good british fun uh, apparently he got added to the book of mormon posthumously because of the number of times that he'd invited them in it's always good fun at first to to offer them you know caffeine based drinks and and things you know they can't have that's a lot of fun yeah um, i always offered no, him coffee you would you like would you like yeah, coffee? Yeah. come on in come on in. no no, no yeah. we can't do it but at the end of the day the worst ones at the door never mind the insurance mob over the phone and all the rest of it are you see them in the high street as well then not only you know will you be assailed by them in the high street they will also come to your door and they're what I like to call chuggers they're chuggers which is charity muggers they or what they want is you to make a regular contribution via your bank account to one charity or another and i think it's everyone's personal choice what they do charity wise but all of these cold callers are actually preying on the vulnerable they're preying on people who may not be or maybe a, a, an egg sandwich short of a picnic people who haven't got their full faculties with them the elderly people will come to the house and before you know it grandpa is is giving 400 pounds a month to seven different charities and buying things at the door the elderly tend to fall for it a lot and uh, that's really why i've got a big sad downer on them not just the fact that they interrupt my day bruce
3: well I'm kind of wishing I switched these up now, uh, but mine is really similar uh, to Marty's. Mine is uh, more so junk mail and more so the physical type of junk mail not just um, email is included uh you know electronic versions but i prefer to to focus on uh the actual physical junk mail the the sheer amount of junk uh, and and the thing is some of the some of the junk that you get some of the the papers are not even recyclable because of the coatings they put on them the the recycling companies will um, gripe at you if you, you you try to throw them out so you can't even do your due diligence to uh, recycle and, uh, you know, re- reuse material. So I think that is just an, it, it's completely absurd. The amount of um, stacks of it that you can get. Uh, seriously, who in their right mind sees a, a, a pile of, of coupons or or advertisements and is like, oh, you know what? They, they, they've they got um, a new a new pizza or a new hamburger or a new shoes or or car wax or whatever, whatever it is. I, I, don't, I don't care. How many of you have actually gone out and, and are like, I'm going to try that? No, no, you don't do it. It's a waste of paper. It's a waste of trees. So it can go. It just go away.
0: Yeah, I can't yeah, say yeah. that I like junk mail. I, I can't say that I like that at all. The, these flyers that uh, that they send out, these mailers or, or whatever, I, I've never actually done anything as far as like purchasing a product or, or sought after a product, if there's a product out there that I want, then I will go and find it. If there's something that I have a need for, then I will do all of my own research on it. I don't need an advertising company to sell me on it. Uh, and another thing that it, that I'm annoyed with, and I think you were trying to stick with just like the physical mail. And or, I heard you mention kind of like email spam. I don't like spam. And I don't like the fact that I'm getting bombarded with advertising now on... And I, I don't want to stray too far from this, but it's. It, I think it's all. it all bears relevance because the, the market is changing. We're moving away from physical mail and we're switching to digital services like online streaming services, YouTube. They're probably one of the worst. When you click on an, uh, a YouTube video that you want to see for a product, you're getting advertisements all over the thing. And so I, I, I just... Me personally, I don't like all the advertising, let alone just one one thing there. I mean, I, I know we want to stick with that. But yes, junk mail, don't like it. Don't like Can't stand it. I, I don't care about what you're trying to sell me. I don't care about uh, who's having a sale. I don't care what percentage you got off on this thing, with the exception of possibly a flyer for a supermarket where I could save some money on the food that you have to buy because that's essential.
2: Yeah, that's, that, that's fair enough. But advertising in general isn't as much fun anymore because... It's just sell, sell, sell. Back in the old days in the magazines, they used to have these weird and wonderful products like the great big single slipper to keep your feet warm. It comes up just below the knees and is, you know, it's shaped like a, a boot. So what? And, like and you put, just... It, well, so what? It's like yeah, a, a yeah, sack yeah. race around your house. Then is that... Is that what you do? Well, no. What I think happened was he got banned because so many elderly people forgot they were wearing it, got up to answer the door to some charity person begging for money, fell over and hit the head. So, oh you know, goodness. That,
0: well then you could sell them you could sell them the uh, the life alert system where
2: they call the paramedics whenever they fall but it was also the these these great uh, things to cut your own hair save pounds with lots of s's after the pound sign uh, and anyone who tried to cut their own hair with it soon wound up looking like I do at the moment as you can see it's a mess that's why jason's really in the dark there as well because he bought one and look what's happened uh not shake your head I know the truth so yeah Junk mail. You're right. Within walking distance of my place, I've got uh, a really good sort of uh, Middle Eastern kebab restaurant, two Chinese restaurants, two fish and chip shops. What more do I need? Why do I need to know about another kebab shop that's outside of walking distance from me? Which idiot decided it would be a good idea to cut down that tree, make these pointless uh, leaflets, and stick them through my door. I'm not going to bother with those. I'm just going to go to the ones I can walk to. Yeah, good point, Bruce. Good point.
1: Again, I agree with you, Bruce, with only one exception, and that was this thing that used to come out in November, December in this country. I don't know whether it come ever came out in, in your country. Uh, it's the thing, little thing called the Innovations Catalogue, and that was pure comic reading because you would pick up the Innovations Catalogue and you would look through it, and see the ridiculous things they were trying to convince people to buy for Christmas, like a mango peeler. Who on God's green earth needs a mango peeler? You know, it's just all these things that that you look at and you go, well, I can see what they're trying to do. I'd love to find out how successful it is. And it's just, it's essentially, you, you, you you look at it and you think, somebody has dredged the bottom of the patents office and decided to put them all into a into a catalog for our pure amusement and send it out to us. That is the only one that I would do because it is a comic thing. It is it's a pointless but comic um uh, pamphlet and I love I loved it. I loved receiving that every year. I I, I remember like all others yes 100% I'm afraid I agree.
2: Guys, do you have a shop in the states or in central Europe uh called Daiso? It's a Japanese shop. You have dollar stores in in the states uh out in the uae they have this Daiso shop which is a japanese shop as i said and everything is five dirhams which is about a pound and you walk through there and you find things that you never knew you needed until you saw them but even funnier is the um very badly translated instructions from japanese into english and sometimes we just buy things just to read the instructions uh and um I, I wish i had a few examples here with me now i couldn't do any of them justice but um yeah uh dollar store japanese plastic product instructions are good fun and i wouldn't mind getting some of those through my front door every now and again yeah
0: Yeah, those are those are a lot of fun. Every now and again, when you when you run across something on Amazon that you buy that you don't want to spend a whole lot of money on because you're just going to use it once or twice and it ends up being some Chinese piece of junk, the instructions. I remember I remember actually calling you one day, Marty, and I said the instructions in this thing, I can't even understand these things because it's I mean, okay, I I appreciate that you're trying to explain it in in seven different languages, but the way you're trying to explain it in English makes absolutely no sense. None. So and I remember you telling me that story. So, yeah, Uh, junk mail, Bruce. Great point. Uh, Jason.
1: I know we're supposed to be steering away from politics, and this isn't actually political. It's going to sound very political, um, but I promise it isn't. This is a life experience. Uh, This is from my own personal life experience. It is buffoons, specifically buffoons with large mops of blonde hair draped over the tops of their heads that you swear... You have to swear our Whigs. And it is not the great leaders of any particular countries, both of which are, have an interesting um, record on in the current uh, COVID situation. Like I said, this is from personal experience. I went, unsurprisingly, to a very, very posh school, darling.
0: Are, are you talking... And- I'm just curious. Are you, are you talking about like the types you run into at, like, say, like the uh, the gym or something, like the the meatheads that are over there that that work out and they they live for the gains, uh, and you can't get near the free weights.
1: No these these, these are these are the blonde mop headed buffoons with very posh accents who call okay. their son. So 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 I'll give you a beautiful example. We we had a family at my school. Um, whose who's leader of the family was one of these blonde-haired, large, rotund buffoons. And his surname was Rash. And I promise you that he called his sons, he had three of them, all of whom went to my school. He called his sons Edward, William and Richard. So that is Ed Rash, Willie Rash and Dick Crash, and only one of these blonde-haired buffoons could have possibly thought that was a good idea. They are the bullies. They are the they are the ones who stand in the corner and tell you, "No, well, you can't have your bloody thing because I want it." It's those kinds of people. It's it's the blustering, pompous asses who, Absolutely. unfortunately, at the moment, appear to be taking over the world, and not just the leaders of our great world uh, of our great nations, but. So the, the
0: snobs uh, that have the like the Thurston How the Third type attitudes.
1: Well, yes, yes, but it's yes, indeed, the pompous ones, the ones who are who feel that they own the world and have a right to own the world because their family have owned the world for 15 generations. And it doesn't matter that their name is French or wherever it is they come from. They, 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 they despise people coming into their country, despite having an Eastern European wife who is an immigrant, not mentioning anybody in particular, or um, a, a relentless philanderer in our case who who has it, it's just um, taken over the various arguments in this country with flim flam and rubbish and absolutely convinced the universe that they have the right to do it it's those ones it's the ones that you cannot convince otherwise even if you have the fact in front of you that says this cup is blue with is white with blue stripes they will argue it is pink and it is not a cup; it's a moonbeam, and those are the ones I despise.
0: Well, you oh. just mentioned a couple of things there. One, one, one that cup about- is
4: white; is 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 is
1: blue with white stripes.
0: Right. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting your information. <laughs> well, he, he
4: mentioned moonbeam, so
0: I figured he was talking about someone from California, right?
2: <laughs> moonbeam moon is is the most popular name for young people in Californians. Color.
0: i was referencing governor jerry brown right that the the former governor yes
4: that is governor moonbeam yes he is he's definitely out of it
2: well hang on that was a thinly veiled dig at boris and donald wasn't it donald yeah let's let's just it is it is
1: not just them that I. this is what i was trying thinly agreed to to avoid this is all the bloody idiot fathers all the idiot boys who were the ones who threatened to thump me at school the bullies the nasty ones and they all had that same hairstyle and they all spoke in the same ridiculous and pompous way it is okay it my is, hair was a little red at the time so <laughs> 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 And
2: I, I, that's um, why bullies, up. you didn't notice
0: is this you what man notice. bun was all about
2: <laughs> yeah. No, these D- 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 Steadlock would never have a man bun. They're, they're the types. They're the types who have, you know, three-piece suits of of actual real tweed, yes. um, and and there's a little bit of foxing on on the collar, and th- and that means that you know it looks slightly worn, but the garment itself is still of such quality that they couldn't possibly throw it away. That's how you know you're next to real money. But the way in which you know. That you're next to real money. If they're wearing tweed, if it if it gets a bit warm or starts to rain, because tweed is softened in urea, we were talking about it earlier on. So what you wind up is an incredibly posh person sat next to you who stinks of piss. So so that's that's a definite way of telling if someone's posh if they stink of piss. I've that's met yeah that as well i've met i've met these, these
0: i bought that cologne in good faith okay i, I was told i know was actually i told i was told I was that it was, was to top be. shelf yeah
2: yes. I, i've met these individuals at places like um, made in france yeah i Cone was gonna Street. say damn that french damn
0: that yeah. french perfume shop i got that place
2: damn their eyes mm-hmm. Yeah, Cow's Week, which is a uh, uh, the, the yachties, everyone who can afford really nice boats, and there's yacht racing, and the Royal Yacht used to go there. But what's beautiful about these individuals is, as you say, that they're full of bluster and their own self-importance, but a quick finger jab to the throat, and they will <laughs> crumple. Um, that's what you have to do with them. They are bullies, and I suppose I, I'm a bully of bullies, because I seek these individuals out and try to humiliate them at every op- opportunity that I get. So mm-hmm. you'd be Depriving me of, of a lot of fun if you put blustering blonde. Some hair i have been
4: able to lineage. afford ex- extensive martial arts and combat uh, training. Exactly. <laughs> Just letting you know. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. them
0: have. But nothing, nothing can come up. Nothing can can prepare you to come up against the uh, the stench of that tweed suit <laughs> when uh, oh, I'm sweating
4: profusely. <laughs> well, that's the first line of defense. <laughs>
2: What was it called before? An, an aggressive scent, wasn't it? An yeah. aggressive mm-hmm. scent, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, scent. yeah.
0: Okay, uh, GP, would you like to weigh in on a topic? One topic that annoys you? Uh,
4: no, I'm good. I'm good. You know, you no? guys okay. are just rocking it, so okay, I am having a good old time.
0: All right. Well, that was our last one. I was going to declare a winner uh, at this point, but uh, I was going mm. to ask you one way in and
4: give a topic. Oh, I, I'm so easily not annoyed. Yes, I, I may want to punch small animals periodically, but. Well, we can't. We can't. Mosquitoes. Do we, we love what, right park. now, mosquitoes on, are driving. Me I got to le- pull the lever.
0: I got to pull the lever. I got to pull the lever. Hold on.
4: No, no, so, no. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Really about mosquitoes? Is anybody? Yes. Everybody's yeah. I like I like that. I, That's a
0: good one. I like that. That's a good one.
4: So that was GP, GP, give me one of your topics ankle biters and i'm not referring to small children or animals i'm referring to these
2: little mosquitoes that we have i don't do you guys have them over across the pond yes we do we we do indeed and i was sat in my man cave Mm -hmm. not playing world of ships
1: um, (laughs) working hard i assume
2: and and, and he was doing it i keep thinking he wants to say
1: something else than ship he was I've doing got- an analysis.
0: He's he's an analyst. <laughs> okay. He's an he he does engineer work. So I mean, he has to he has
2: to mm, try these things. I, see. Um, I can prove that as well. But uh, I digress. I was sat there, and mm-hmm. this mosquito landed mm-hmm. on the little net curtain that I've put up in across the window in my man cave, and I hit it, and the whole curtain just got well, not the whole curtain, around about an inch square inch of the curtain was covered in blood then i realized that was my blood because <laughs> i was covered in bites and i was itching like crazy and i'm allergic to the the wee blighters so yeah 100% with you mosquito why
4: do you have mosquito netting in your flat i mean that is crazy where where what part of england
2: are you in borneo i don't know no, where <laughs> They're, they're all you need park. mosquito netting anywhere with standing water. Now, obviously, we don't have the. Well, that's the whole country. Water. The whole country yeah. is standing water. Yeah, the country is. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. We stand in water. Yes, we do. We are an island. Um, the other night <laughs> you were talking. To, oh, you're in Ireland. All yeah, right. you, you were talking to to Ned, and uh, you mentioned, or he mentioned, dengue fever. Mm, um, dengue fever. Yeah, which again is mosquito um, mm. transmitted, and yes, of course. It is it occurred to me that the reason it's so prevalent in the philippines is because Mm -hmm. they were shipping in everybody's used car tires to recycle which oh yes sitting sitting in big piles and the water was forming inside the tires and and then the so this
4: yeah uh that's definitely how you make more mosquitoes you got them over you got the ankle biters over there in. oh uh oklahoma yeah of course we do yes
3: uh we've not got, not um, the normal
4: mosquitoes the facial the arm ones i'm yeah, talking a, the ones the little tiny itty um, bitty we,
3: we have pretty we, pretty. We, we we have gnats we have mosquitoes and we have large mosquitoes okay so mm. we have three types of biting annoyances that really serve mm-hmm. no purpose other than be fodder for dragonflies and other such mm. um, insects um I, I i don't know what to say on that one because uh I, I, I greatly dislike them. I, I really do. Um, <laughs> e- even when we were up in the mountains, um, mosquitoes were a problem, especially in, uh, you know, when it starts cooling off a bit and everything, and you, you want to just kind of enjoy the, the scenery and everything. And you're, you're getting a little bit of sunshine. And of course, what is right there, a big wad of mosquitoes or gnats or something flying around. And that, that, uh, swarm over to, to annoy you. Uh, and of course the mosquitoes, the, the problematic ones are the females. Um, cause they're the only ones that bite. Um, by the way, the males don't actually so take that free what you will.
1: I was going to um attempt to play devil's advocate slightly. Mm, uh, pro mosquito. Yeah, not hugely because the females, as you say, when they take their blood meal, it's it's purely so mm-hmm. that they can lay their eggs. Um mm-hmm. so so all the other all the rest of the time that they're not biting your ankles or wherever else it is they choose to bite. Um, Are you aware of the number of crops that are actually pollinated by them? There are a a remarkably large number of crops that are pollinated by the males and the uh, non-egg-bearing females before they start biting you, before they're mature and start doing it. So uh, that is my only defence for the bastards, Um, (laughs) the bitey wee buggers, maybe we should Mm -hmm.
2: say. Is Um, kale one of those crops? uh, Possibly. Because if I it I is, then like we can kale. just get rid of it. Yeah, we can get rid of, of, of it. I, I quite get like it. You <laughs> know, the best way, I the am best way to eat <laughs> kale,
0: I, I tell you what, I have a great kale recipe. The best way to eat kale is if you if you take With and, my, and you, well, not not quite, but I mean, you're close though. If you take a lot of butter down into the bottom of a pan, right, and then you, you chop the kale nice and evenly, and then of course you melt the butter, right, and then you put the kale in to the pan and then of course stir it around and, and you know a couple of couple of minutes in there just so it gets nice and soft and then right when you do that uh it allows it to just become well so much easier to slide off the pan right into the garbage so it's yes it's, it's perfect. <laughs> it perfect it is perfect it is perfect to eat it that way.
1: Yeah, at which it is- point do you, do you throw it in the garbage and then yeah. add bacon to said pan and then go yes. get takeaway Yes. Well, yeah.
3: yeah, If you want to, if you want to be a little bit more modern, you can use things like avocado oil or coconut oil (laughs) instead of butter. If you're a little more conscious of, of um, (laughs) you know, your intake.
2: But of course, if you're cruelty free, vegan. If you're wearing a man bun and a hipster beard, then you'll probably use yes. palm, you'll probably use palm oil and hey. avocado.
1: Don't use yeah. palm oil because it's uh, it's killing the orangutans, darling.
2: I know, but so many vegans are, uh, are not paying any attention to that. Yes, because that's because they're idiots. <laughs> we can't say all vegans are idiots. No, the
1: ones who are ignoring the fact that their palm oil is almost and as devastating avocado to avocado
2: oil spray is that is that like. Wow. What's that? Yes, he does live in California, doesn't he? You I live say. in California and avocado oil, that's just fantastic. I've not been to California since 1986. Has it changed? Okay, it's just
4: got... <laughs> 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 and, well, and- the mosquitoes are doing... Going back to mosquitoes, they're doing drive-bys. I don't um, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um,
2: uh same stink just different well you used to be able to get two lobsters and a steak for five dollars down fisherman's wharf in frisco
4: (laughs) (laughs) i think you can look at the steak and lobsters for five bucks over here and that's 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 about it well there's a little bit of a problem see fisherman's
0: wharf isn't there anymore because it just burned down a couple of weeks ago
1: yeah did it Oh I no! I sworn that Marty was uh, euphemizing there. I'm afraid no, I was. Yeah, I, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was.
2: Uh, no, no, I wasn't. I was there, but <laughs> yeah, he was
0: okay. there. Several. several yeah, well, with yeah. special
2: smoke. Yeah, we had. <laughs> <Yes>. seen Lot <it. laughs>
0: <clears throat> lots changed. Okay, um, so I want to thank you guys for uh, for being on tonight. This has been. Uh, I have to be honest, Marty. This was a fantastic idea that you've brought to us uh, for us to. Uh, to try and adapt this okay so to pick the last topic here mosquitoes i i have to admit they are they are absolutely the the worst i i have to admit they are the worst but because of the point that jason made I, honestly you you, you you had me you had me you had me convinced you really did i was i was genuinely going to pick mosquitoes until jason said what he said and he kind of spoiled it for you Thanks, and that jason. was Appreciate yeah that that was that uh you later. he says yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's,
2: he's, yeah
0: yeah <laughs> he said that um, the amount of flowers and, and crops that they do pollinate. So, I mean, they are kind of you know important to the ecosystem. So we do kind of have to keep them. So I can't go against uh, mosquitoes on that, though, as pain in the ass as they are. I mean, they are horrible little bastards, I have to admit. Buffoons, uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, I, I agree with you, Jason. I, I can't really I can't stand these people. I, I don't like them. And, and I'm with Marty on it when it comes to I, I, I take every opportunity to I can to to humiliate these idiots in public uh, and they, they don't they, they don't deserve to have the uh, the attitudes and the titles that they do. And sometimes you just need to give them a good slap or, or a slam back into a wall to give them a little dose of reality. Uh, and to be a little bit humbling. Yeah, a little bit of an arm check. Yeah, sure. Uh, However, if we were to get rid of all of the buffoons, then I'm afraid that we wouldn't have anyone to take out the humiliation and aggression on. So I can't say that I could put buffoons in room 101. I'm sorry, I I can't accept that. Junk mail. I don't like the advertising. I, I don't like it. I can't say that uh, that I'm a fan of it. I think that it's uh, horribly unnecessary. It's a waste of paper. It's harmful to the environment and we don't use it anyway. And it's largely not able to be recycled, as you said. But there are a couple of things because of my own personal preference that I prefer on those advertisements. I like saving money at the supermarket when I have to buy food because food is expensive. So I can't put that into room one on one. So, Marty, that leaves your topic. Cold callers. I have to go in favor oh. of this. I have to go in favor. Of this. So
2: oh, I'll, putting I'll putting
0: putting cold callers into room 101 is acceptable in my opinion because they are the absolute scum of the earth because they defraud people. They never want to be honest with you. They always want to sell you something. They don't leave you alone. I understand sometimes it's, you know, somebody just wanting to make a living, but let's face it, there's other jobs out there. So, cold callers it is. Now, as far as an overall winner, you know, this is a, this is a tough one to pick. This is a tough one to pick because each one of you, I mean, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you you all three had a point in there. So uh, all of you have. A, yeah, uh, I, 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 I mean, I spread it around and I was I was legit. I mean, I don't know any of what these topics are that any of you were bringing up. Uh, and they were all great topics, even though I didn't put the ones in there. Uh, but um, to be fair, I think the most swaying person of the evening And the most charismatic individual that was here tonight was probably the one that's uh, that that I'm going to have to pick here as uh, the evening's winner, and that's going to be uh, Jason. Congratulations, congratulations to you, sir. You are the winner tonight. What was that, Marty? I'm sorry, I, didn't, I couldn't hear you. The, the crowd's cheering too loudly for uh, uh, for Jason over there. I, I I, 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 I'm sorry. I, you're going to, to you're gonna have to wait for them. You're going to have to wait for them to stop. Could could you quiet it down, please? Could you quiet it down? Marty wants to say something. Go, go ahead.
2: No, no, no. I I, I couldn't agree more. Jason um, had, had some very uh, convincing arguments both for and against all of my suggestions. So yes, well done, well done, Jason. Thank you. Thank you very much. I humbly accept.
0: Well, you have to, because now that means you have to come back for the next one. And uh, you will be the judge. Uh, you will be in my position on the uh, on the next one so that there is not a, uh, a consecutive winner so we can go around and each of us have an opportunity. So, uh, all right. I want to thank all of you guys for being here tonight. Uh, I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in this evening or this afternoon or wherever you are in the world uh, listening to us on demand. Tonight has been absolutely fantastic. It has been fun. It's been educational. And I have not laughed that hard in a really long time. So thank you all for being here tonight. Uh, really appreciate it. So thanks again for being on Room 101.
3: Before we before before we lock the door to room one hundred and one, I want to also throw in there um, Andrew Cuomo and Gretchen Whitmer. Just, just
0: as a <laughs> no politics. We're, or, you know, we're, just, yeah. yeah, we're are still, yeah. still recording. I haven't taken us out yet, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we're 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 back out of the uh, the fantasy land there. of The game. War. No, seriously. Thanks yeah, yeah. for coming on the night, guys. That was a lot of fun. That
1: was good. Lots it was of fun. It's an awful lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The whole night. I realize that's a microphone you've got in front of you. Is it a pen, Jason?
0: It is no, my microphone. it's his vape vape. he's smoking in a movie that's what he's doing
2: uh, at first I thought it was the the vape or or a cigarette or something and then it's your microphone
1: the devil's Uh, seed the devil's seed vapes he devil's seed
2: yes GP did not look like how I expected him to look. He really didn't. That voice is not right for that face. It's not. What a nice guy. He, He cracked up, didn't he, when we talked about man buns. And I didn't realize why he found it so funny until... (laughs) <laughs> That's why I'm sitting here laughing.
0: I'm laughing yeah, 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 so hard yeah. when you guys are talking about that, because he when when he first like when he first told me that, you know, when he first came here and uh, he says, OK, this is uh, this I mean, this is like years and years ago that when he first came here, he says, um, OK, this is this is who you need to look for at the uh, the airport gate. And he says, OK, it's going to be English driving. cap He loves those things. You know, the, the English driving caps. He, he loves us. He says, I'm going to have a man. bun I said, oh, OK. We're talking about you. <laughs> and-
2: Dude, we're talking about you, GP. So that
0: he's got a headset <laughs> problems, and this is this is why I'm sitting there laughing so hard. And the two of you are unaware, and you're just going on and on and on and on, and
2: the two of us yeah, are just yeah. losing it. it. It was one of those he stood right behind me moments, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> the thing, is, the thing is seriously. I, I had I had very long hair. We even cut it off you for charity did. once. Yeah, the time.
2: yeah.
1: Um, but but never 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 did I wear a man bun never no. I may have worn pigtails I may have worn silly things to do to amuse myself but never did I put it in a man bun it's just you crazy. did have
2: you did have gorgeous long hair when when first we met darling um oh, oh. I mean you can thank the bad lighting in that club for for <laughs> <our> closeness. <laughs> But
1: um, <laughs> I treasure it. I treasure it. I cherished every single moment of it. Oh, yes.
2: Oh, yes, you guys I are you guys are really
0: pushing the boundaries of our terms of service tonight, aren't you? You're
2: really doing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, in the mean in the meantime, I have to go. I don't have to play World of Ships. I may have to do something else. Uh, we are going to. Uh,
0: man, this is just out of control tonight. All right, uh, we're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to go. Thank you guys for sitting down this evening. It's been an absolute pleasure. GP, mm-hmm. wish you could have been here longer. That would. Uh, oh, uh, Thank you. Uh, You came in right at the uh, right at the right time with the man bun. And that's why I I was explaining to them why you and I were sitting here laughing so hard. And they just kept Uh, going on and on and on and on. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, we are going to have to go. So uh, thank you guys for sitting down tonight. Thank you to all the listeners. For those of you who mm-hmm. not, you'd like to please do give us a follow on the social media platform of Parlor. We love getting all of your likes and your echoes and your comments and your feedback. You can follow me over there at Anderson 3 or you can follow Marty at Marty Foster if he's not trolling Katie Hopkins. Mm. Uh, also, if you'd like to reach out to us and you don't want to do it on social media, you can do so anytime by dropping us a line at tips at And we would humbly ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known associates. We're trying to grow our audience here as much as possible. And we need your help as a loyal listener in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we're available everywhere you get your podcasts with with the exception of SoundCloud. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you could drop over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating at your earliest possible convenience, we would appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. Bruce, GP, Jason, and Marty. Thank you guys for your time tonight.
2: Au revoir, et
0: Thank you very much. No, no. And from all of us here, wherever you are in the world, we thank you for listening because it's all of you that listen that make this all possible. We love you and we love freedom and independence. And together we'll continue to fight for those in the marketplace of ideas. So we'll see all of you tomorrow.